This is Jim Minns, Communications Officer with the PSA. On the podcast this week... If you don't need to be at the workplace, if you've been able to do your work from home and nothing's changing in the, in the immediate period of time, then you should still be able to work from home because that's the best way of, of reducing your exposure because it's about people and people. But after the 1st of December, it will be the employer will have complete discretion. We hear about the work, health and safety and legal orders in place to stop the spread of COVID-19 in universities. This week, the CPSU New South Wales took part in an online forum to outline to its members and delegates the procedures that are in place that universities may adhere to in order to stop the spread of COVID-19. These include work health and safety risk assessments designed to reduce the spread of COVID on a workplace-by-workplace basis. And from a legal perspective, what are the current public health orders in place that everyone must adhere to, and when are they subject to change? To explain these and more is Manager of Industrial Support Shay Deguerra and Manager of Legal Services Alison McRobert. The work health and safety legislation has duties, um, which is basically the requirements of different parties at work. The thing about work health and safety under COVID, if you don't need to be at the workplace, if you've been able to do your work from home and nothing's changing in the, in the immediate period of time, then you should still be able to work from home because that's the best way of, of reducing your exposure because it's about people and people. The other thing as well is engineering mechanisms as well to reduce um, uh, people uh, being exposed to other people. So um, often you'll find there'll be uh, screens put in place um, and other mechanisms like that, or there'll be uh, different ways that people walk into an office and walk out of an office if they've they've got interface with the public, so they're not walking across from each other and breathing on each other. So the social distancing sort of stuff and the gathering stuff as well. Sometimes people are using A and B shifts, uh, some organisations like the libraries are using a drop-off system. So you go online, you order your, your books, and at a certain at 11 o'clock, um, student A will come and pick up their bundle of books and then they'll have a certain time to return it, like the old-style library used to be. Relying on PPE has always traditionally been seen as a, a poor uh, control because the reality is PPE is um, only as good as what it's designed for and isn't always uh, fit tested. So if you're in a high volume area, like a hospital, a hospital's considered to be high risk, so they fit test them. So they check that how you apply your, your PPE. And this one here doesn't meet the standards of a hospital, but it does meet the general reduction of, of, um, of uh, risk in the community. Whereas if, if I was to wear this in a hospital, they would ask me to take it off and put a proper standardised uh, mask on and they'd also ask me, they'd usually check it if I was in a, a high-risk environment. Vaccination is, is the big headline at the moment. It does reduce your, um, your risk of catching uh, disease and, uh, and it also reduces your, your risk of having a harmful outcome if you do catch the disease. So I, I call it the equivalent of um, the current chickenpox my school has chickenpox every four or five years. My kids got it, even though they're vaccinated, but they had it, were over it in two days and they didn't get all the ugly spots that I got when I was growing up. The vaccinations do work. They reduce your risk of catching it and they reduce your severity. Most universities should be going through some sort of risk um, management approach. Um, I've seen a spreadsheet of all of them. Just relying on vaccines, though, is not adequate. We recommend people speak to their doctors and, and, um, and about getting a vaccine. 
because it does reduce the risk at work and it helps safety in the workplace. But um, um, if your, your university is relying just on that, it, I, I would be very cautious because it doesn't cut the whole uh, risk of um, uh, catching, being infected by COVID out. So, um, so speak to your doctor. Um, if you've got medical contraindications, speak to your doctor as well. Have a look at what's going to be effective for your workplace. If you're working from home, It'll be very hard to argue that you need to have a, um, um, a a vaccine in that scenario of a certain type by a certain date. Whereas if you're in the workplace and you're exposed to public interface, it's going to be a higher higher risk. So there might be more more of an argument there. moment there is no longer any areas of concern and so I think that's very important for people to understand. The whole of New South Wales is now classified as a general area. There is within the current public health orders the ability to issue stay-at-home orders in various areas. So that at the moment um, there have been some in the regions and there is within the public health order um, an ability to that certain things will apply if there are stay-at-home orders. Um, there are different at the moment. There are different restrictions for vaccinated and unvaccinated adults, which is people over sixteen, and there is restrictions from entering into certain premises such as hospitality venues, museums, etc. Um, and people who live in Greater Sydney and um, who are outside Greater Sydney mustn't visit either Sydney or the regions as part of the holiday. But you can actually enter and leave Greater Sydney if you do have a reasonable excuse, which does include work. Just in terms of something that is quite a significant change is in relation to um, close contacts and isolation. So if you are fully vaccinated and, and you are not fully vaccinated, there are different requirements. So if you are fully vaccinated and you are notified that you're a close contact, then you need to self-isolate for seven days, test again, and for the next seven days, you should be able to work from home um, and you should not attend a high-risk setting, obviously dependent on, on whether or not you're, you are able to work from home. If you are not fully vaccinated, then you must isolate for the full 14 days. A fully vaccinated person is no longer required to wear a mask in office buildings. Obviously, it can be optional depending on what your employer's um, requirements are and they may have done a risk assessment. There's still the maximum capacity of one person per four square metres in indoor premises. And an employer must allow an employee who is fully vaccinated person to continue to work from home if it is reasonably practicable to do so. And also they must require at the moment an unvaccinated person to work from home if it is reasonably practicable to do so. So in relation to our restrictions on an unvaccinated adults attending the premises of a university, under the public health order, unvaccinated adults are not prevented from attending the premises of a university. And this is because of the definition. So universities fall within the meaning of an educational establishment. Um, and an educational establishment means a building or place used for education or technical purposes being a school, a tertiary institution, including a university or TAFE establishment that provides formal education and is constituted by or under an act. So there are specific premises um, that unvaccinated adults are restricted from attending 
including museums, art galleries, etc. But there's no actual restriction under a public health order for an unvaccinated adult attending an educational establishment, irrespective of whether they're an employee or a student. Now, this is, of course, different in schools because there is a separate public health order in relation to schools and vaccination. And I think there's been some discussions about um, the library um, at universities. And um, whilst a library falls within the definition of an information and educational facility, um, our view would be that a university library would still be considered part of an educational establishment. And so there wouldn't be an actual restriction under the public health order for an unvaccinated adult attending. However, of course, as we've said, and as Shay outlined, the university can implement their own policy or direction mandating vaccine for employees. However, this needs to be based on a risk assessment and must be lawful and reasonable. It does specify that an employer must allow an employee to continue to work from home if reasonably practicable to do so, and also particularly if someone's unvaccinated, that they, that they must require them to work from home if it's reasonably practicable to do so. So factors that would be looked at if it was reasonably practical to do so would be if you've been able to do it previously, if people have been able to work from home with no difficulties, the nature of their job, the nature of their industry. But after the 1st of December, it will be the employer will have complete discretion. So it is going to change after the 1st of December. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week. Oh, 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 oh.